Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 249 on Monday the 19th of August 2013. I am your host Stephen Layton and this week we've got a really really interesting copy but before that it's time for the news! So the reason for me pausing with the date is I had to record this before because when you're watching this I am in Bolivia. Um, I'm then going on to Colombia, so please excuse if this week's or next week's is late. Um, this is not my fault, this is because I will have a very limited internet connection while I'm away. It make, like, makes life very tough, so please, please bear with me. In my mug, 250 next week. It's going to be amazing. It is going to be an amazing coffee, but also an amazing video. It's going to be amazing, period. So you are going to have to have to watch. And I've added a Guatemalan Pacamara natural to the website uh, just a couple of days ago and uh, it won't make it to In My Mug and you asked me to tell you if it wasn't going to make it to In My Mug. There is also uh, a washed version which will we will see in a few weeks time but if you want to try the natural in the meantime I suggest you go do so. Um, and that was the news! So it is time for 20 seconds on. And this week it's going to be on Nicaraguan coffee history. Okay, let's make this happen. So, since coffee came to Nicaragua in the early 1800s, I think 1823, um, it's played a significant role in Nicaragua's economy and environment. Coffee has been the engine for Nicaragua's national economic development um, and is among the nation's primary source for foreign exchange and provides an economic backbone for thousands of rural communities with more than 40,000 coffee farms and families cultivating coffee. So coffee is a major part of the Nicaraguan coffee economy um, and um, it's a very poor country and it relies very much on its agricultural products so um, it makes buying this coffee even more important. Um, we first bought this coffee back in 2007 in a buying group in the Cup of Excellence. The first time I cupped it I just fell in love with it. It was an amazing, amazing coffee. Um, it was only after the auction closed that I found out it was owned by a family in Nicaragua who are perhaps the only people I know in Nicaragua and he's one of my friend's uh, father's farm um, and was really, really weird. Uh, like He emailed me afterwards and said, you do know you've just bought our coffee, don't you? And I, and I really didn't know. Um, the following year, I uh, got myself to Nicaragua again for what I think it was the second time I'd been there. Um, and it was with, 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 was with my importers, begged them the whole trip to buy this coffee for me, um, and they did, and they were bringing it in. And this worked really well for a number of years, until my importers decided that they didn't want to work with the family anymore, uh, for whatever reason, that you know, people have difference of opinions, all the rest of it, um, and they didn't want it, but they dropped me in it at the last minute telling me this, so... Frantic phone calls to Nicaragua, really busy trying to get it sorted all out. Ended up that we uh, agreed to buy um, 12 months worth of coffee in one go, which was not something we'd planned to do. Um, there were lots of obstacles in the way, so shipping was difficult. Um, I hadn't got a container coming out of there, so I had to arrange all of that. But everything came together, and this is the second year of us doing that. Um, and I'm really proud of it, because I think it's, it's kind of like a symbol of how we've developed as a company. So... From buying, um, you know, 
bags here and there, to then buying through Cup of Excellence, to then buying more and encouraging a, an importer to bring in enough just for us, and then buying uh, directly from the producers, really shows kind of w where we've come from. And it's great that we've had a relationship with this farm since 2007. I'm very proud of that fact because yeah, six years of buying the coffee. Um, farm is called Limoncillo and it's located in Matagalpa uh, and it's a huge farm, like as big as they come really. It's 171 hectares. Um, has nine waterfalls on the farm, um, is, um, has lots of people living on the farm as well and in the map bit. I'll try and show you those bits so you can see the, the bits where people are living. Um, and it's grown by the Maresh family, who are good friends, very well respected coffee producers, not just in Nicaragua, but in the world. And they're very well known, particularly Irwin and Stephen. Um, Irwin uh, helped run the Cup of Excellence for a little while and Stephen worked for Intelligentsia who are um, uh, big coffee roasters in Chicago, USA um, and, and both speak great English and uh, say, are super well known. Um, they're very keen to make sure that the people that work for them are looked after so they provide free housing, they provide free electricity, uh, they built a hydroelectric power station from the waterfall that provides power for the homes. Free food, free daycare facilities, free education, uh, teachers on site, not just teaching the children, but teaching life skills such as like uh, weaving and pottery um, and art and um, it really kind of looking, just looking after the, the, the community. Like it's not for them just about producing great coffee, it's about working with um, people who like working with them. And when I visited the farm, that was, I think that was the thing that kind of came through the most was how much. Um, the family are liked by the people who work for them. And I think that's just as important as paying a good price for coffee. Um, so what we should do now, we should do the map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. If anybody can come up with a better way of going down to Hasbeen Towers, zooming up from Hasbeen Towers and going to our left, to the wonderful continent of Central America, I am all ears. But while we were there, we should focus on this said continent. Is it a continent? I'm never sure. But anyway, the number of coffee-growing countries is seven. There are a population of 41 million. Uh, the surface area, twice the size of the UK and a little bit more. Um, so a smaller population, bigger area, that's why they grow lots of tasty coffee. So let's look down at Nicaragua, um, an amazing country, the first country I ever visited outside of, um, outside of Europe and the first coffee growing country I ever visited. So very special place to me, may have said that already in the In My Mug, but um, let's look at the details of the country. So Nicaragua, population of 5.8 million, size, about half the size of the UK, but with a fraction of the population. So again, a lot of land, capital city is Managua. Um, interesting fact, uh, Nicaragua is the second poorest country in the Northern Hemisphere after Haiti. Not many people know that. Uh, see, I'm full of interesting facts. So there's the farm Limoncillo. Now you see all of those dots around the farm. There's quite a few. This is where people live. Um, this farm has a lot of workers living on it. The Maresh family are very good at giving great accommodation to their workers, making sure they're looked after um, and really, really good people. That's why we love working with them. So Del the Cow is here to tell us the farm name is Finca Limoncillo. Has an altitude of 1,200 metres above sea level, not so high. Um, Vedratal is Catura and the nearest town is Matagalpa. Now, that doesn't sound so high, but what I want to do is show you this mountain range where Limoncillo is. 
So uh, in a minute, if we can just zoom down, you can see this is really on a mountain top, and the farm goes all the way to the top of the hill there. In fact, let's have a zoom around the edges of the farm with my clever little camera angles here, and you get to see just kind of how high it is uh, compared to the surrounding areas. And let's just zoom back so you can see uh, back to the view we're at. And that was the map bit. I like the map bit on Limoncillo because I kind of know a fair bit about it and I know the, the kind of location and, and, and know the people. Uh, but now it's time for Mr. Glue's Daft Fact of the Week. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. According to legend, Manuel Matus was the first person to plant coffee for commercial reasons. His plantations were on the farm La Ciba near Genetega and began in 1825. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. He really does know his stuff, doesn't he, Mr. Glue? Um, he even knows about legends. So, yeah, that's an interesting one that coffee began in 1825, which is pretty early for Central America. Most people came a little bit later. Um, we would normally do the Wheel of Death now, but I'm not going to do it this week because I don't have time to do it if something silly comes up. Um, I've really got to get this recorded because I do fly um, in the next couple, uh, on Friday morning and I've got to get this edited and up before I do anything. So uh, no Wheel of Death, um, but it is now time to whap you on pause while I go and make tasty and delicious drinks and I will be back with you in just a second. Okay, so I'm back. I'm going to dive straight into the espresso. Now, the first thing you notice about the espresso is it's very sweet. Um, caramel, um, very sticky mouthfeel, very, very delicious. Mm. That works very, very well as an espresso. Always has done. It's a great coffee for that. Into milk. So, in milk, it's a little bit kind of, I don't know, the acidity's there. It kicks in a little bit more than it does in the espresso, which is weird. Um, sweetness of the milk really helps. Um, it's delicious, as it's deliciously sweet still. Um, it's just a very, very well balanced cappuccino. Um, definitely one of my faves. Um, we should dive into the brewed coffee. So, brewed coffee. I know what to expect here because this is where I've drunk the most of it. So it is, um, oh. so this is where it reminds me of the cupping table. So in the brood, you get like that caramel that I get in there. You get the acidity that you get in there. It all comes together and it's like biting into a uh, toffee apple. So you get that caramel crunch and the sweet. And then all of a sudden you get this sharp green apple acidity, but it's a pleasant one. And it really just all ties in well together. It's an excellent, excellent uh, kind of example of, of the cupping table coming into a brewed coffee. Okay, we should go on to the pin board of doom. Well, the pin board of doom today is sent in by uh, Dezuk Koya. Um, de I'm, I've definitely mispronounced that, Dezuk. I, I apologise. Um, 
This was the yo-yo blend one, and what a super cool setup you've got there. I'm very, very impressed. I'm very impressed you have scales too. That makes me very happy. Scales on a brew setup always, always makes me feel happy. Um, now it's time for Steve's Vine of the Week! So that was sent in by Dale Harris, who... Uh, works with us and I'm getting desperate for desperate for them. You need to send me in some, please. I am waiting for your uh, vines. Okay, I'm sorry it's been a bit rushed this week, but obviously I kind of have things on my mind with me going away. I need you to do me a favor though. Um, while I'm away, I don't tweet as much about In My Mug and tell people about it. So I would like you to tweet about In My Mug. If you do so, you could win one of these in your size, which is the Limoncillo T-shirt. Uh, which I think is super cool. Um, you can get one of these. All you need to do is tweet that people should watch in my mug, and I will randomly use the hashtag hash in my mug. I will pick one of them out randomly, and I will contact you via Twitter, and you will get a T-shirt. So, and I'll tell you next time two five one um, how I who I chose and who got it. So please, please, if you can tweet about it for me, that would be great. Two other things: you have to watch episode 250 which is going to be next week it's going to be huge the coffee is going to be absolutely huge uh, the video is going to be massive you have got to watch 251 is going to be even more exciting we have loads of stuff coming up within my mug this is the time to be a subscriber okay i am done before i go all that is left to say is life is too short for bad coffee